This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattress. Back in 2013, I bought a used mattress that was in someone's guest room. Uh, Not my best decision, but I was in college. Now, in 2021, I realized that it is horribly uncomfortable and makes me sleep worse. I was searching around for a mattress, specifically one of those that came in a box that ships directly to you to cut out the middleman uh, between the mattress store and you. Uh, Many of them, though, that come in the box mailed to you are still as expensive as one of those in the mattress store when you're supposed to cut out the middleman, but however, it's the same price. Uh, So that is where Novilla comes in. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night. Made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel infused memory foam, fits all bed frames and reasonably priced between $179 and $369.99. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description today, you can save 10% off any purchase through the Novilla directly. Again, that is 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description. And a reminder, when you use our promo codes and links, you directly support this show. My fellow Schwoke Lords, what is up? Welcome to an, another WAP. Another WAP has just been hitting your ears. WAP as in wet-ass podcast. Welcome to yet another wet-ass podcast brought to you by me, uh, the Foreplay King, or some of you may know me as Shweezy, uh, welcoming you to yet another Cancel Shweezy, the podcast you're listening to right now. Uh, I guarantee the best episode of this podcast that you will ever listen to, mainly because this is the type of guy you get. So that is mainly a hundred percent of the reason of what you're getting, folks. But today we have a good episode, aka the best episode of Cancel Shweezy that will ever possibly be made. So welcome, one and all, ladies and gents. This is the moment you waited for. Uh, Welcome to the show today. We had a cool, cool, crisp and salty. Maybe we're going to get a little salty today. I've, we might get salty. I haven't finished the episode yet. So, uh, welcome to another WAP wet ass podcast. Uh, so, uh, just a few things I want to say. I do have my cover of, uh, it's going to be me by NSYNC out now. And uh, guess what? It's out now. It's still May as of when this episode is being recorded. It's gonna be May. And uh, that is out right now and out through all, uh, wherever you stream your music at. It's streamed out wherever music is located in your life and wherever you can listen to music. You can go, you can buy it, you can stream it, uh, you can download it, maybe. You can... Uh, maybe we'll get some hit clips coming out soon. I know they have the original song, uh, had hit, has hit clips. So, uh, maybe you can get it with hit clips as well. Um, also, uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Go streaming everywhere. And you can also follow, follow me wherever you stream music at. That way you get notified whenever I make a release, which is there, which I do. I make releases. Um, that's really cool. And you can also follow me on all social media. It's at the Shweezy. Great way to say thank you for being a friend. Uh, every Thursday and sometimes on Mondays, I stream video games over on Twitch. Um, I'm probably gonna play some Fortnite. I think I might do a Pokemon ROM hack. 
after that. So that's going to be a little exciting. I'm excited to start that. We're always going between Pokemon and Fortnite, Pokemon, Fortnite. And then if a new Mario game comes out, I play that. That's just uh, how I do things. Um, so go check that out. Sometimes I do Mondays, always on Thursdays. Go check me out. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect it to your Twitch account, and uh, you get one free subscribe, typically worth $5, but it's free if you already have an Amazon Prime account and you get to use one subscribe a month. And why not use it for uh, Daddy Sweezy? I like that. So you better go ahead, and you bet I'm coming up in May. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. So connect that account and go support the show and me and the show over on Twitch. And uh, if you want to follow the show even more, you can also support us on Patreon. I think our current tier is $5 a month uh, for ad-free episodes. Hopefully we're going to have some more tiers soon, more of just a uh, pay-what-you-want option. I do want to get that set up soon, so I'm very excited for that. But the best thing you can do, which is always free, do the free thing. Uh, Like this episode on YouTube or whatever uh, audio platform you're uh, streaming this from, like it. Uh, press that subscribe button. That's free, too, on uh, your podcasting platform, especially on YouTube. We're still building up that platform. And especially if you never want to like actually watch or listen to a full episode, we put the best of the best, the highlights, over up on Twitch. Uh, not on Twitch. We put it up on YouTube uh, every week. I think we try to make sure we get one at least every day until like friday as we put them all like one every day until we run out and that's how how we do it so uh great thing there so if you don't want to watch full episodes you get the highlights even though you're listening to the full episode right now but uh, just up there uh in case you know you're not you don't have the time to listen to full episode you're like huh this sounds interesting i want to listen to watch this and stuff like that so youtube is great um but you need to leave a review too especially on itunes if you're one of them apple people and you're can leave a review you need to go ahead and leave that review over on uh itunes because that really helps the show at right my kansas ass mouth coming out um it really helps the show out a great deal uh, on yeah, if you do that, and you can even put any star rating you want. I don't give a fuck. Okay, that's all with that. But yeah, so do the free shit. Okay, don't don't be stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. Don't do the free shit. Just do the free shit. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't, just do the free shit. That's all you have to do, folks. I I don't know what else to tell you. Um, but uh, I identify as a fucking threat. That's what happens if you do not. Uh, if you do not do any of things that i just told you so um that's it for what i have there okay let's get into previous week right now we got to go over the news of the week the news that matters i just go through all the news only read the headlines and then it comes together in this segment where i actually read the whole thing and uh react to it uh like any person uh should do and uh, any person will want to do. And guess what? I like that. So let's get started here. Uh, this is from NDTV. Now, I tried to look this up from an actual proper news source. Um, I don't think this is an actual solid news source to actually get your news from. Um, I think all the other ones we have today are all like local news, you know, like some local ABC, CBS, Fox station uh, near uh, near their location, but this one it says NDTV, which um, be mindful. I don't know how true this is. Anyways, though, NDTV, um, home all India. I drink cow urine every day, so don't have COVID. BJP MP Pragya Thakur. Thakur. I'm gonna say that. Um, 
Let's just get right into it, folks. Uh, cow urine can cure lung infection caused by COVID. BJP MP Pregya Thakur has said once again, shooting her mouth off as the country fights to keep the pandemic in check. She also reveals that she takes cow urine every day and it has protected her from the coronavirus. If we have Desi Gao Mutra urine from an indigenous cow every day, then it cures lung infection from COVID. I am in deep pain, but I take cow urine every day. So now I don't have to take any medicine against Corona and I don't have Corona. Pregya Thakur is heard telling a party gathering. Uh, cow urine is a lifesaver, says the MP who wears saffron robes and calls herself a saint. Uh, two years ago, she had claimed that a mix of cow urine and other cow products had cured her cancer. Pregetakur has admitted to Delhi's AIIMS hospital in December 2020 over COVID-19-induced symptoms. Doctors have repeatedly warned against unproven alternative cures offered for COVID. <laughs> fucking of course uh the indian medical association has said there's no scientific evidence that cow dung or urine helps with the treatment of prevention of covid there is no concrete scientific evidence that cow dung or urine boosts immunity against covid19 dr j.a jayala jayalal the head of the medical body told Reuters uh earlier this morning a bjp mla in Atar Pradesh, uh, Surendra Singh, had claimed that drinking cow urine had protected him from the coronavirus. He also recommended cow urine with a glass of cold water. Uh, last year, with the pandemic was in its early stages, BHE Bengal chief Dilip Ghosh had declared, I have no qualm in accepting I consume cow urine. He was at an event in Kolkata in which people were urged to drink cow urine to guard against COVID-19. All right, so we're not gonna have to fucking digest whatever the fuck I just read. Um, Congratulations, you played yourself. Me and everyone else listening to this podcast, I had to read it, folks. Okay, if you're if you're mad that you had to hear me talk about this, I had to read this. So, like, I had to look at it with my eyes. I had to look at this article with my eyes, uh, and then that goes to my brain, and then my brain has to interpret what these letters are saying, and then goes to my mouth. And then my mouth has to speak it. So, folks, I got it worse than you. All that happened to you is that you listened, went through your ears into your brain, and then your brain had to process it. So I had to do a lot more work on that than you. First of all, I like how the article's like, uh, doctors uh, said, what was it? What, I'm going to read with the doctors. Doctors have repeatedly warned against unproven alternative cures offered for COVID. No, <laughs> It's like... God, these doctors. Um, you think this is why India is having a problem right now? Everyone just keeps fucking drinking cow piss? Like, I, can't, I feel like you'd probably get more of an infection from that than actual... Probably gonna get that and then have to go to the hospital. I feel like I've seen a lot of people who get, like, injured or whatever, and then they go. They have to go to the hospital for the injury, then they get COVID or whatever. And I think that's probably why, because it's everywhere there. You can only assume um, that it's just everywhere where... Uh, that shit is um but uh anyways though um so i know a lot of people out there are wondering uh does cow piss really work uh scientists have not determined no scientific evidence has determined this so if you if you like to listen to real doctors like i like to do uh i would suggest not drinking cow urine um not recreationally either uh there's medicinal and recreation cow urine um First of all, I would say that uh, 
medicinal cow urine. I can't say that it'll help you do anything, folks. Uh, what some medical professionals uh, do, if I had Dr. Fauci's phone number, I'd call him up right now. Hey, Dr. Fauci, does uh, what does cow urine do? Help? Does cow urine help your body? And he'd be like, uh, probably not. And then, then we have to think about the cool with the recreational use of cow urine, folks. Um, I can't imagine it's any good. I know some guys drink their own piss. It's like a sexual thing. Um, Congratulations, you played yourself. Uh, I can't. I can't imagine that's any good either. I think that's more like a dominant type thing uh, that goes on in regards to that. So. That's um. I mean, well, well, I don't know what else I'm supposed to say about this. I'm like, obviously, this is some bullshit. But uh, um, I don't know what what do you all want me to say? Uh, like, I stand against drinking urine, uh, especially cow urine and cow shit. No, India is probably like, well, cow's pretty a sacred creature. Yeah, I don't think anything's sacred. You know, Jesus was walking on earth today. I guarantee 100% that he would not be saying, you know what y'all need to do? Y'all need to drink my piss. It is my body. It is, it is my, this is my, was it? This is, uh, this is my body. This is my blood. Uh, this is legit my urine. This is 100% actually my urine. Drink this. I don't think he would be like that. Be like, uh, all the things Jesus wants you to, he, he already ate the body. Um, Maybe an empty bladder body. Uh, and then you drank the blood. So I would think Jesus would also not want us drinking urine, especially his. Uh, his urine is probably off the table. Um, and I don't think Jesus would want us drinking urine. That is just a hypothesis on my end uh, that I am making right now, that Jesus would not want us drinking urine or his urine. Uh, if you want to question my ethics... That was the wrong sound drop. If you want to question my... Actually, ethics was the wrong word. If you want to question my scientific know-all... Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. So there we have it. That's... I mean, I, it said it all right there. Um, pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. Um, and I really like that. Okay, so I think I've talked enough about cow piss for... Um, Several more episodes. Let's get into um, the next one. Um, this one's actually KVVU Fox 5. I assume this is out of Las Vegas. Um, concerning the title of the article, Las Vegas Strip Club Offering COVID-19 Vaccines. Oh, so KVVU Fox 5. Uh, the Southern, Southern Nevada Health District announced a handful of pop-up COVID-19 vaccine sites on Monday, including a Las Vegas strip club, Larry Flint's Hustlers Club at 6007 Dean Martin Drive. Did everyone write that down who's in Las Vegas and needs their vaccine? So I'll repeat that again. Uh, Larry Flint's Hustler Club, 6007 Dean Martin Drive, is among the site offering COVID-19 vaccinations this week. Hustler Club will offer vaccinations on Friday, May 21st from 4 p.m. to 7 7 p.m. in partnership with SNHD. So here's the thing, though. So um, first of all, uh, if the strippers are working, I like that. So that's pretty cool. That'd be a pretty cool place to hang out. Um, so in regards to that, so I know some strip clubs are have some very weird rules that like two drink minimum. We don't serve alcohol here, but you can bring your own. 
Uh, some of them have like a minimum twenty dollars at the door to come in, and then yeah, then there's like the two drink minimums, like that. Every strip club is different. Like God created us all differently in our own way. All strip clubs were created differently, and uh, they're all unique in their own way. Some of them have old men, some of them have young men, some of them have very beautiful women. And then some of them are working Tuesdays at noon. Actually, now that I'm thinking about this, um, cause I assume, okay. So in, uh, at music city center where I got my vaccine, which if you're in Nashville, music city center is the best place. It's free. Go get your COVID vaccine. Just, just do it. Uh, uh, come on. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Okay. 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 Get your fucking vaccines. But anyways, um, so will they have like a minimum? Like you can, or are they going to allow you to actually walk in though? But I'm thinking about it. They're only going to do the vaccinations during the day. Um, so we have to think about the day strippers. Now, um, there was a girl I went to college with, uh, that the rumors that I've heard from other people, not from her rumors that she worked at, uh, the local strip club called the fantasy ranch. Um, Fantasy Ranch, I can't imagine any of the women there look any good, but it's surprising to me uh, with the Fantasy Ranch that uh, I was like, how do I not know anyone who's a stripper there? Like, wouldn't I know at least someone and uh, she was it? And I can't, I don't think I'd want to see her be a stripper there. Um, Does not sound like fun to me. But it would be a great way to make your way through college. It, this is one of those, like, it's outside of town. And it was, like, just far enough outside of town that, like, if we were coming back from Kansas City and, like, we needed someone to see us there, we would always just, like, message them, like, just past the Fantasy Ranch. Uh, so that was always fun. Um, but, yeah, I can't imagine any of the girls there. That's, like, on a night. So I can't imagine at this Las Vegas strip club um, that when you're getting the vaccine, they're going to have, like, their A-game there but i also don't know strip clubs very well i just know that uh peak hours is when you have the peak performers and then off hours is when you just like uh you know there's some guys who just hang out here all day and uh you just need someone up there giving lap dances and shit or just to watch or whatever you know shit like that the fun fun time thank you for being a friend you know just friends so uh larry flint's hustler club i want i have a lot of questions for you uh question number one will strippers be working number two uh will there be a cover charge or a drink minimum uh with your covid vaccine do we need to bring our own alcoholic beverages why am i saying we as if i'm going i already have the vaccine um uh yeah number three um are we gonna have your a game working or like your like c team like the ones that are just working during the day it's like yeah i just want to work during the day that way i have my nights off for my kids you know and then the people who do work at nights are like you know i really want to you know i strip all night get tons of money wake up my kids take them to school then i sleep shit like that you know that's you know that's the good moms the good moms out there good moms trippers and now Folks, I also want to remind you that we don't slut shame on this show because sluts are cool. And if you're a slut, feel free to hit me up because I am always down. I like that. So, um, so there we go. That's that's all I have to say on uh, Larry Flint's Hustler Club. Folks, um, in case you were wondering, we're already this far into the episode. I am drinking a sugar-free Red Bull because I need the energy. And, uh, and every time I drink it, I squint a little bit. Uh, I do this with very, like, sour, bitter, like, bittersweet type or, like, bitter type things. I do enjoy it. Like, coffee, I'll do that. I'll be like, mm, shit like that. Like, I'll be like, mm, 
Like, that's the look I have. And I'll do that with wine, too. And people are like, do you not like it? I'm like, no, I like it. I always do that face when I drink things. <laughs> like, when I drink, like, bitter or sour things. Like, you know. So let's see if I do it, okay? I'm going to try not to, but I'm going to see if I can do it. So this is fun for the audio video watchers. For the audio listeners, sucks to be fucking you. So. <sighs> yep, I did it. I do that face. It's weird. I do that face, and I really do like it. <laughs> No, I'm gonna take another sip. Watch, I'm gonna see if I can stop. I do that all the time. I do that with alcoholic beverages too. I look like I hate what I just drank, but I really did like it. Actually, you know what? I don't have much of this left. It's only my either second or third can today, <laughs> folks. Along with a Coke Zero and a cup of coffee. I ran out of coffee at home because I usually do like, so what I have to do, because I, I am a hard waker. So what I'll do uh, when I wake up, when I kind of like just like my eyes kind of open, like I'll be really droggy. So what I'll do is uh, I make cold brew. So I always make a big batch of cold brew. So what I do is uh, when I wake up, I put like some food in my stomach. I just like a, like a very like, like piece of cheese or pepperoni or a Slim Jim or whatever. Breakfast of a keto champion. Keto, it's healthy for you. Eat that Slim Jim, it's healthy for you. And then um, what I'll do is like I'll eat that. Just I just need a little bit of food in my system. And then a cold brew, I take all my antidepressants and all that shit. Ooh, uh, I do take a multivitamin. So, folks, um, I'm going to be here a while, folks. People are like, I always assume that I'm going to be the first of all my friends to go. Um, I don't know why. I feel like I'm the first one to go. But then, like, I look at all my friends and, like, I'm the one, like, well, besides alcohol, which me and Mike had just agreed today, until June 23rd, that's when I fly to Kansas City for a friend's wedding, that I cannot, I cannot drink alcohol, like an alcoholic beverage, so I I don't know any situations where I'd have to drink alcohol for a healthy reason, but I put alcoholic beverages, because that's initially what I'd be drinking, and then Micah can't, Micah's six days as of today is recording this with no cigarettes, which is great, because he really needs to stop smoking cigarettes. Uh, uh, Whatever. I mean, even if he switches to vape, but he likes, like, the burning for some fucking reason. Oh, sorry, I mentioned Micah. Hashtag, pray for Micah. But, uh, anyway, so, yeah, so I'm trying to lose weight, so no alcohol for me, but, uh, but no, anyway, so no, like, I'll drink a cup of cold brew with all my, like, daily medications, and then, like, uh, like, I'll probably, I'll go back, lay in bed for a bit, but then, like, I'm, like, actually awake soon. I have these B12 tablets, too, I've been trying to take to stay awake, but, yeah. And then I'll typically make coffee, but I ran out, so I'm, like, drinking, like, just trying to, like, get that caffeine buzz, because, you know, can't have fun anymore. Uh, is this, like, tangle? Okay, I need to actually get the fuck, I'm just, like, rambling on. So that's how I, like, do my mornings, folks, now. Especially now that I don't drink every day. Like, I try, I'm trying to, like, hopefully this is, like, a good, this is a good habit to me. Because uh, I can usually stop. Usually I'm, like, I'll, like, drink, go, like, too heavy, and then I'll be, like, you know what? Cold turkey for a while. Then I go cold turkey for a while. And then, like, and then I'll just start, you know, I'll just have one drink. And then it's, like, all right, drinking a bottle of wine every day. Uh, but, no, I feel like if I, so no, once I go to Kansas City for that wedding, it's I'm going to be pro- pretty fucking blacked out the whole time. That's what I'm worried about. Cause one time I got roofied. I got roofied at a friend's wedding, and no one believes me, but I was roofied. And I had to tell him, like, hey. And so now, like, 
when I go out in public, it's which I haven't been out in public in a while. So that's probably that's helps with a lot of the fear of like roofing me. But like usually it's like hold my drink and like never put it down. That's how women feel, folks. That's how women feel all the time with drinks. Uh, so I understand how women work because I have been roofied. But both my, I have two cousins who've been roofied too. I don't know why. They're like in the same like small town, no town. I think they're just shitty people at a party, a house party they went to. I got roofied pretty hard. And uh, people are like, do you know who it is? No. But I kind of think, I think it was the bartender. And also it was one of the situations like, hey man, can you just make me something that'll fuck me up? I said that. And I think, so I blame myself. I know you're not supposed to victim blame, but in this case I do uh, victim blame. Congratulations. You yourself. Anyways, though, so you know how I start my morning and how I'm uh, sober for a while. So uh, this reminds me of a Red Bull vodka without the vodka. So uh, let's get going. I'm going to just chug the rest of this. All right. Next up. Uh, this is from KOIN or Coin CBS six uh, out in Portland, Oregon. A man behind Keep Portland Weird says city not as weird anymore. Oh, uh, uh, that's rough, buddy. All right. Uh, with so many questions surrounding Portland's reputation in the current moment, some may wonder, is the city still weird? I think our reputation is tattered in a bit in terms of that. Keep it weird. And we discovered it's more like keep it isolated and myopic. My interpretation of weird is not what we've been experiencing in Portland last year, said Eddie B. Hill a Portland-based urban planner and nonprofit organizer. During a recent street survey, Coin6 News conducted again asking residents what they think of the city's reputation. Portland saw a steep decline in the last year to near the bottom of an 80-city ranking that indicates real estate development desirability in Portland's downtown commercial district is grappling with a staggering 17.5% vacancy rate with projections that it will continue to climb. Issues like the coronavirus... It's accompanying economic toll, protests, and homelessness were some of the main issues residents stated as some of the most major the city is facing. So have all these challenges also negatively contributed to the spirit of the city? It's weirdness uh, to find out more about Portland's weirdness and just what that was supposed to mean in the first place. We spoke, spoke with the originator of the slogan, keep Portland weird music millennium owner, Terry Courier. Uh, uh, when I was coming up uh, with the phrase in the beginning, I was trying to think of something to say, keep Portland unique, but keep Portland unique didn't really have a ring to it, and keep Portland weird definitely did, Courier said. Uh, around the late 1990s, Courier said he started to see big box retailers popping up all over the U.S., making the country look more homogenous. Uh, he noticed some um, them enroached on Portland as well. Worried the Rose City would lose its uniqueness and charm with the many specialized small businesses in town like Cinema 21 and Cadillac Cafe, the record store owner wanted to start a campaign to help bolster local businesses. After talking to a friend and fellow record store owner who lived in Austin, Texas, Courier took a liking to that city's recently adopted motto, Keep Austin Weird. And one day he says, uh, you're so interested in this, you should just take it and do it. Uh, and so I did. Uh, from there, Courier made bumper stickers 500, which said, Keep Portland Weird, and another 500 that said, Keep Portland Weird, support local businesses. And he took out an ad in 
Willamette, Willamette Week advertising the slogan without drawing any connection to himself or music millennium. Uh, it took a few years till anybody actually figured out it was us, but we were the only people in town selling the stickers, and eventually we got them to other businesses in town. Anybody who wanted to have them, we made sure that we had them for sale, Courier said. All these years later, he has the city kept that quirky charm and cast in encapsulated by the late 90s slash early 2000s era courier said it may have faded a bit i think portland was more weird back then today and especially at this time right now due to covid due to some of what's been going on in the downtown core that changes the whole landscape down there uh courier said the city used to be more inviting and unique with standout characters like the silverman human statue entertaining residents and visitors and portland's saturday market nowadays he said he doesn't see as much of that around and Courier says closed down shops downtown are largely the reason for that. He added that the accumulation of garbage and graffiti that can be seen on the side of the freeway and in many areas of the city was not a common occurrence 20 years ago. The city has also forgotten more expensive that than it used to be for artistic types to continue their thing, even if they never turned a profit before, he said. But Courier added, there are a lot of people still working hard to keep the weird spirit alive. One of those people who has garnered widespread views on the internet by dressing up as Darth Vader in a kilt and playing flaming bagpipes while riding a unicycle is Brian Kidd, a.k.a. the Unipiper. Is Portland still weird? I think that Portland is still weird because I don't think it is something that can necessarily be separated from Portland. I think it's part of our identity. It's kind of like asking, is Texas a part of the United States? At least I think it is, Kidd says. Uh, the performer thinks the city is a bit of a crossroads, but that it's nowhere we haven't been before. He's confident the people of Portland will come out of the other side of this current era on the right side of history. I think we have a chance right now to rebuild Portland in a way that might be a little better, a little bit more just, but when we come out of the other side, we're going to want our identity intact. Kid said to help preserve the identity of the city, Kid also runs a nonprofit called Weird Portland United, which he describes as the only 501c3 dedicated to keeping Portland weird. Brian Kidd, a.k.a. the Unipiper, May 7th, 2021. He, that's when he this was. Uh, uh, he was interviewed. Uh, as part of that effort, the organization gives $500 grants to artists and creators who are doing something to put a smile on people's faces despite the hardships of the past year. In addition, the organization has launched its Weird Portland Hall of Fame, which honors individuals who have made significant contributions to the city's culture of weird, and they're soon to create a giant mural that will be a centerpiece welcoming people to Portland and celebrating the weird and wacky things we love about the city. When asked what Portland's brand of weird is exactly, he said that's up to the interpretation of each individual, and that's part about what's so great about it. It's that it does appeal to very many people and very many ideals, but yet it does still unite us. To me, keeping Portland weird is about embracing individuality and celebrating the diversity of people in interests and activities that we have in the Rose City. Uh, finally, I'm almost done. Kid said he moved to Portland in 2007 at a time when it was a city ripe of sex sex self-exploration and just doing your own thing since then and especially after the 2011 release of the IFC show Portlandia which parodies the city's idiosyncrasies that spirit has been chipped away for example you don't see as many tall bikes around as you used to kid said uh but uh but he said that why while 
why he's working with Weird Portland United to help preserve the uniqueness of the city. I think right now, in this moment, we have been given an opportunity to sort of have a second chance of the past couple of years and maybe reevaluate the rate of growth that Portland has experienced and maybe do it a little more sustainably without using our quirky edge. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a really interesting uh topic with the key portland we uh, i feel like with you know covid right now is like really uh i probably had put a damper on it um that's rough buddy but uh one thing you know uh uh that can only be said though you know like you hear about these people from los angeles and new york uh you know they're migrating to nashville and uh austin i don't know where else uh which is weird it's like republican states so like one thing is because i think one thing I was explained that if you make that people who were making a lot of money, you know, like celebrities and shit like that, uh, like the state income tax in uh, California is just going to fucking blow up soon. They're going to tax the rich pretty hard, which, I mean, obviously that's fine. I mean, taxing the rich, I think, is better than ta- like trying to think poor people are going to pay it. And then you're like, wonder why. It's like, why isn't a. Uh, why are we not, why are we so low on taxes or whatever shit like that? And like, yeah, rich people need to pay their, like, Jeff Bezos, just tax Jeff Bezos. He'll be, he'll be fine. Uh, he'll be, he'll be fucking fine. Um, but no, I think that's one thing I think is weird. Like, so when you rely on a city kind of for your like business career and shit like that, um, I think a lot of people in Los Angeles and New York are realizing that you realize like once that stops, like once you stop playing, like you can't play music and then comedians when they can't perform stand up anymore, people in New York and you're not doing so much acting roles and shit like that. Um, you kind of realize when you're just in this, then now you're just a, a member of this city and then you realize, do I even like living here? Like, or do I just live here? That's what I thought about with Nashville is like, do I like living in Nashville? Uh, or do I just, you know, or do I just, well, am I just here to try to do music and shit like that? And then, you know, I had to, uh, you know, I realized myself, uh, I'm like, you know, what? I actually do enjoy living here. Uh, you know, I like the people I met here. I like the people I know here. I mean, I miss my friends. I always miss my friends. I'm my homies. Uh, you know, the homies I really like. Hashtag pray for Micah. But, uh, you know, I, you know, I get that too. So, um, but yeah, no, I think that's the thing with Portland. I think with people leaving, you are know, like, well, the reason I like Portland so much isn't here anymore. Then it's like, do I even like living here right now? And then I was like, no, it's like, all right, let's move out. Let's move somewhere else. Ah, you know, that's just how life works. So that's kind of how things are. Um, um, that's how, that's how things work. So, um, you know, let's just move on to our final article. I've been rambling for way too long. Uh, today on this, a woman trespasses Miami High School and poses as student to gain Instagram followers. Police says this is News 10 Miami. I always like to end these with a little update from the state of Florida. Uh, a Miami woman has been charged in order to stay away from a local high school after police say she trespassed the school and pretended to be a student. According to police, it all started when 28-year-old Audrey Nicole Frankisquini, a Carnival Cruise Line employee who works in sales, entered American Senior High School in Miami on Monday. That is when security confronted Francisquini, Francisquini, 
Frances Queenie, okay, I figured out how to say it. Uh, but she portrayed herself to security as a student, saying that she was working for the registration office. Uh, however, instead of walking to the office, she walked straight past it down a hallway, confronting multiple students as they were trying to enter a classroom. Uh, from this confrontation, she allegedly stopped them from entering and said classroom, preventing them from entering for class. That is when school security confronted her for a second time. This time, she refused to stop for school security entirely, and security notified the school administration of a potential threat on school campus. Once friends... Francisquini witnessed the number of school officials who began surrounding her. She began walking towards an exit door and out onto the faculty parking lot, which ultimately led her towards the street. When police began yelling commands at her to stop, she ignored them and walked off the school property. Later on, police analyzed surveillance footage and came to the conclusion that the entire incident had been pre-planned by Francisquini. Uh, footage showed that she not only dressed up like a student on purpose, but as she was preventing the students from entering the classroom, she was simultaneously handing them pre-printed pamphlets with her social media username or handle on the flyers. Once officials were able to locate her through social media page and driver's license, she was arrested at her Miami Beach home on Monday, May 10, and taken into custody without incident with the assistance of North Miami Beach police. According to police, when they began telling her which charges were being filed against her, she told them she wanted to show them a video that she had recorded on her cell phone while at the school during the incident. Police say the video correlates exactly with with their report. Uh, as of Tuesday afternoon, she had been ordered to stay away from the high school. She appeared at a bond hearing Tuesday morning. Frances Sweeney has been charged on three counts, one for burglary of an occupied dwelling with a bond of $1,500, sorry, $15,000, one for trespassing an educational institution slash interference with a bond of $500, and one for resisting an officer without violence to his person with a bond of $1,000. Now... First of all, that's rough, buddy. Um, to me, I'm no expert, but to me, this sounds like bipolar disorder. It sounds like she went through a manic episode, which to me is getting, it feels really sad. Um, to me, because she's probably, yeah, she's probably going through it because, uh, I, I would assume with a manic, with a manic episode, like you, you would very much like be like, go, you'd be like, um, I better not, I have an idea, but go to the school the school pretend to be a student i can get more instagram followers and so you devise the idea you get so manic you devise the idea you go do it and go do it and then you're like oh no the cops are coming and then you try to ignore them and then you think ignoring the cops like will help you get away with it and shit like that so this is this is really kind of a sad story uh someone just sounds like she's having a uh a manic episode um so if she has a decent lawyer um uh, they may just be like, oh, uh, she's probably has bipolar disorder, and then they try to give her actual – hopefully they actually give her help and drop the charges because cause if it's like a manic episode type of shit like that, I feel like that – why would you charge someone for that when like they, their brain was kind of fucked up, you know? Uh, That's rough, buddy. That's – I mean, yeah. I mean this is, this is like 100% sounds like a manic episode to me. And so hopefully, yeah, hopefully things get better for her. Hopefully they, she gets the help she needs. Hopefully gets some, some proper medication. I mean, it can be real rough to, to deal with, but I think, I think she'll be, I think she'll do it. So hopefully, hopefully good things happen to her. I'm sorry. This is, I'm sad that this is ending on a bummer, but I guess that that's what this is this week. I guess we're ending on a bummer. 
Video games can be expensive. Most start at $60 with new consoles such as the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. New games are even starting at $70. There's some games you're going to keep forever, which for me are Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Most games out there you're only going to play once and then never pick up again. I know, I bought some games that are now just collecting dust on a shelf in my home. Uh, That's where Gamefly comes in perfect. A Gamefly literally is the best video game rental service out there. You can keep the games as long as you want, and when you're done with them, just send them back, and uh, they'll send you the next one on your queue. Uh, and if you end up loving the game, best thing you can do is buy it at the best use price possible through Gamefly. Using our link in the description, get your first two months of Gamefly for only $10. So start playing new games using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're trying to lose some extra pounds or staying healthy, you understand how big of a deal working out is. Now, getting the most out of your workout is important to not only me, but many others out there. Are you wanting to gain muscle, lose weight, or even gain some energy to get the most out of your workout? FNX Fitness is here for you. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So last week, I talked to everyone about how I got a bidet. I got specifically the tushy. Uh, By the way, my life is still being changed. Uh, My butthole has never been cleaner. Uh, I have never felt more better than anyone in my life ever for any reason than uh, I ever have in my entire life. Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. So, um... So, I mean, I'm telling my friends about, you know, getting a bidet, and, you know, I'm like, they're curious about the one I got, so necessarily the easiest thing I can do is just go to Tushy's website, uh, just, you know, right away, you know, and just, you know, send them, because they have, like, a ton of information very well, a very well-crafted website, and one thing I will say, um is this so you know after you know i'm still in the bidet master race and so to have others recruit uh you got to go to the one the site so uh i typed in tushy.com now uh tushy the bidet's website is actually hello tushy.com uh so this is what i looked up when i went to the website so uh, hello tushy.com is for a bidet. So if you want to buy the bidet, the Tushy bidet, you would go to hellotushy.com. However, tushy.com is uh, an anal sex website. Um, That's very popular uh, among uh, people who like anal sex with women. But uh, that's not a website to get a bidet, and that's the website I typed in. Congratulations. You played yourself. And I am very lucky to have not sent that to anyone because that could have gone real bad really quickly. And, uh, yeah. 
man. Man, that could have been bad if like I was like sending that shit to my parents or whatever. Here, mom and dad, uh, here's more information on the bidet I got. Uh, no, this is just anal sex, straight up anal sex. Like the ty- like the main screen is a guy with like they're like posing with his dick in her ass and the girl's ass. So, um, so there we go. So, two things: hellotushy.com if you'd like to buy a bidet, and tushy.com if you'd like to watch some anal sex videos. <laughs> that's just the two difference and i just want you to know that you can get either one no shame for whatever you do but if you still use toilet paper actually now that i'm thinking about it if you want to use if you want to start having anal sex like you want a dick or a strap on in your ass um this is for all genders, all of them, even the made-up made ones, uh, you know, the ones that don't make sense. Um, first, you need to go to HelloTushy.com, buy a bidet. Then you can go to Tushy.com, see how they prep for these anal sex scenes, because I bet you uh, the prep is more interesting than the actual sex. Sometimes, maybe? Uh, the end justifies the memes. Uh, as I like to say, the end justifies the memes. Uh Let's get into uh, a, a new segment of ours that we've been doing for a couple weeks now. It's called Deep Thoughts. Oh my gosh, so deep. I fucking love it. So, Deep Thoughts, uh, for those of you who know, are thoughts that I've had over the week that really there are no answers to. Uh, the only answers are what we come up with. Life is what we make it, so let's make it rock. Uh, as Hillary Duff from uh, the Lizzie McGuire. Is that the Lizzie McLives? What you make it so let's... No, that's Hannah Montana. So, as Hannah Montana once said, Lies, what you make it so let's make it right. So, uh, first deep thought I had... Um, oh, sorry. First deep thought I had... Oh, my gosh, so deep. I fucking love it. Uh, ever think about how a... Uh, ever think of how a trans man and a trans woman dating is still somehow heterosexual. Uh, it's still one man and one woman, uh, no matter how you see it. And even our words, our words being Republicans, uh, cannot really uh, have anything against it. So the idea is a man who transitions to a woman and then a woman who transitions into a man. Those two date each other. Uh, Neither of them uh, got their bottom surgery done uh, because in the relationship for sex, uh, not necessarily a problem uh, for either of them. Uh, And uh, if they, you know, and then they enjoy the sex. I like that. And when they both orgasm. I really like that. You know, I'm always just for everyone having an orgasm. That's all I'm about in life. Uh, consensual orgasms. That's what I'm about, folks. Consensual orgasms. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So, but technically, though, I mean, technically, because I mean, I'm always a trans men are men, trans women are women. I'm definitely 100% believing that. Um, so you could, it's still a man and a woman, no matter how you want to say, no matter how backwards your beliefs are, and no matter how how forward your beliefs are, it's still a heterosexual relationship. Uh, so do we just call them straight? Because because in your mind you think that no, they're trans. They're on the L- they're part of the LGBT community. So can you be heterosexual and also basically you're straight and LGBT? 
that's the situation I'm, I'm thinking about. Uh, that's the that's the thing I'm like, you know. This is a this is still a man and a woman dating, and it's still someone's a tra- someone wants a penis, someone wants a vagina, so they want someone with a vagina. You know, it's I mean, it's it's a very weird concept to think about, and uh, don't think too much because your brain will start to hurt. Um, I don't think as far as other people do. Uh, I was just like, man, that's a kind of a weird concept. So, so if you ever hear a Bible thumper, you know. Marriage is between a man and a woman, and they're like, "Well, that's a man and that's a woman." And uh, if you want to go biologically, it's still a man and a woman. So even even the R words, R word meeting Republican, as most of you know, uh, it's a very weird sentence. Um, so don't at me. Pretty bold of you, little fucks, to assume that I'm not God. So um, so I have one more question. Um, this could get controversial. Um. I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to do a trigger warning for all the fucking uh, fake woke people out there. Um, So here's the sentence I wrote down. Um, Did you ever think that Nazis and Palestinians would ever team up? Um, Now, now look, folks, I don't, I mean, I know what's going on in Israel right now, and uh, all I can say is I'm obviously, uh, I don't, Israel's the problem. It's not the Jews. It's Israel. It's Israel, not the Jews. It's Israel. Um, and we all got to stop treating Israel like a fucking fairy tale land. Uh, I'm talking some Christians. You know what I'm talking I know it, it's the Christians. I know it's them. Um, uh, uh, Congratulations. You played yourself. Um, so, yeah, that's the But I just think it's like funny. Like a, the. I don't like the Nazis either. My grandpa killed a ton of them, so I'm hoping that works out for me. Uh, I do own a shirt that says punch your local Nazi, which is should still be active. You should be punching your local Nazi. That's something I very much believe in. But also, um, yeah, I never thought the Palestinians and the Nazis would agree with each other and team up. Man, I think if they do it right, that could be a pretty funny movie. Like, I never thought I'd die next to a Nazi. It's like, how about we die next to you like a friend? I can do that. <laughs> That's so fucking, so fucking weird. But uh, anyways, yep. So uh, the Nazis and the Palestinians uh, teaming up. Uh, something I don't think the world thought was going to happen, but apparently it is. Um so that's pretty rough. Uh, and that's all I have to say today for uh, deep thoughts. Oh my gosh, so deep. Okay, so I'm going to try something a little bit new here. I have recently stumbled across people reacting to uh, cursed commercials, commercials that shouldn't exist, and for some reason, God has decided that they should. And uh, I don't make the rules, I just comment on them. And I thought if other people can comment on things, why can't I? And so here I am to comment on some cursed commercials, uh, mainly to... uh, Give myself a lot of pain, basically also because... This is the type of guy you get. So, uh, without further ado, um, I got a couple queued up here. Um, I have not watched any of these, so these are all raw reactions. So, let's start right here. Okay. What makes people all over America break down and cry like this? 
Call 1-900-9099-CRY and hear it for yourself. $2 for the first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. If you're under 18, ask your parents before you call. 1-900-9099-CRY. Oh, my gosh. So... <laughs> oh... So uh, for any of like the Gen Z people out there don't really understand that. So uh, back in the day uh, before I was allowed to even had my own phone line or anything like that, uh, people you could like call in to like people like people like sex hotlines, like girls would like flirt with you, but it costs like so many cents or, so, or like a dollar a minute or something like that. So like he just had like this huge phone bill just in if you're lonely. And they're only for like suckers who are just like lonely. It's like uh, women on OnlyFans who uh, will talk to you and you're like, man, she, she really likes me or the bartender. The age old question if, uh, of uh, is she in love with me or is she just a bartender doing her job? And uh, congratulations. You played yourself because there's only one answer to that question. <laughs> but I never, I always knew there were like sex hotlines or like psychics. I never knew they had them for just to cry on a phone with someone. You know, you could, I, I don't know, you don't need to spend money to cry with someone. Man, is your life that if my life is, you know, I've, I've suffered from a lot of mental health issues, anxiety, depression. And stuff like that. I've never been so depressed, though, or never thought in my mind when I'm down and really, really low to uh, spend money so someone can listen to me cry. I have never gotten that low, and I hope I never do. Uh, that is uh, the only reaction I really have to that. Um, well, let's, let's just go up now. So we started off pretty strong here. So uh, let's go to this next cursed commercial. Oh, I remember this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Magic Potty Baby and her Magic Potty. No water, no mess. Batteries not included. Okay, so I totally thought that that was the one that, like, it peed the diaper, and you notice it. I think my cousin had one, and uh, my aunt, when uh, somehow it ran out of water, uh, somehow, and it was never able to refill again. Uh, and that was the end of the story of the baby, uh, the baby doll that peed itself. But I thought I was going to pee the diaper. No, it's sitting on the toilet taking a piss, and it's very yellow like uh the kind of questionable yellow is like should i be drinking more water the answer is probably yes but uh so so let's go let's go i'm i'm just thinking here it's 2021 now uh i want to think here for a second you know how like parents don't want to like throw like like usual gender roles onto their children uh well Folks, you know, like some parents like I have a son and uh, he plays with dolls and he's fine. Uh, please don't buy him that doll. I feel like that doll is going to be the uh, worst doll uh, to possibly imagine. And uh, don't don't buy them a doll. Just in general, uh, any adults out there listening to the show, I hope I hope it's a majority of adults. I hope it's not like children. Uh, but if you're children, cool. Uh, hi, children. Uh, Blink-182 is not classic rock. I just want to remind you that. And uh 
yeah, don't buy your kids dolls that anyway pee themselves. That is a lesson that uh, I can give to you. And guess what? I like that. So, uh, yeah, that's the only thing I can uh, really, really, really tell you uh, in regards to what you should do in regards to uh, uh, what dolls you should buy your boy, girl, or non-binary child. That is all I will say about that. That's all I can really muster to say in my mind. And therefore, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next cursed commercial. I don't know how you do it. No! I put together some really impressive deals. But this thing you've pulled off... God, fuck that guy. It's amazing. A big and tasty for just a dollar? How do you do it? What's your secret? Got a buck? You're in luck. Because you can get a delicious, beefy, big and tasty, a McChicken sandwich, and lots of your other favorites on McDonald's dollar menu every day. Together, Grimace, we could own this town. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. But it's funny, though, because now he's a lot fatter now than he was in the commercial. Uh, meaning, and he's very much been known to uh, eat a lot of McDonald's. So, uh, one thing I can I can thoroughly say, then, uh, in regards to that is, like, he actually probably likes the product. Does he actually like the Big and Tasty? Now, the Big and Tasty is, because I worked at McDonald's for a couple months in high school, Uh not very hard, FYI. If you're, if you're wanting to know how hard I worked at McDonald's, it was not very hard. Uh, big and tasty ingredients. So they don't have the big and tasty on the menu, so you can't go there and be like, get me a big and tasty. Uh, so it's seasoned quarter pound, so a quarter pound burger, beef patty, quarter pound beef patty with ketchup, mayonnaise, slivered onions, two dill pickles, leaf lettuce, and one tomato slice on a sesame seed bun. So theoretically... Uh, if you actually want this burger, like you can't necessarily say I want a big and tasty. However, you can say uh, I want to get a double quarter pounder with cheese and then all the other shit that's on it and like the tomato and shit like that. And you could technically still get a big and tasty. FYI. Um, how useful is that fact? Most people would not do that. However, I am a fat guy and therefore fat guys get a, know everything about McDonald's. Uh, that is just uh, who I am. Uh, this is how I have lived my life. Uh, folks, I am looking at this uh, list. I'm not watching any of these, but I see two McDonald's commercials. Uh, we already watched one, and I think the last one is another one. Unfortunately, we have more fucking McDonald's commercial. And now, also want to talk about, I've done a lot of fuck, Mary kills with uh, Ronald, Hamburglar, and Grimace. Now, um, I think usually uh, a lot of people, it's usually always kill Ronald. Like, that's, no one likes clowns. If you're a clown, get a new profession, okay? Uh, this is the type of guy you get. And uh, I identify as a fucking threat. So if you want to leave some comments, go ahead. Um, also, yeah, so always kill Ronald because no one likes fucking clowns. Uh, uh, then uh, between Mary and uh, between Mary and fuck. It's either Hamburglar or Grimace. Now, I, I think I said I would fuck Hamburglar because I feel like he'd be fun in bed and then marry Grimace because I feel like Grimace would be a good husband. But now knowing uh, Grimace has worked with Donald Trump and I have not gotten a statement from Grimace saying he denounces Donald Trump uh, and his white supremacy and shit like that, I don't know what I think about Grimace anymore. Maybe we should kill Grimace and leave Ronald alive. How about we just kill both Ronald and Grimace and then 
fucking marry Hamburglar. Maybe that's the best solution to that problem. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Um, do you need to be a doctor to answer that question? I probably not. I just wanted to also let you know I'm not a doctor. That is that is something I think we we could all get a little uh, uh, come get a little love from. So uh, let's move on to the next one. Okay. First of all, if you look at the first guy in the commercial. Hashtag pray for Micah. Okay, but um also when we look at the looking at that, how you know, I think about some of these like commercials sometimes, and I have to wonder, um how does that make me want to drink a Mountain Dew Kickstarter? That is the question here. Uh, we are advertising our product. We also want it to be entertaining. But also, we want you to buy the product. So uh, paying for all this ad time is worth it. So uh, in my head, I, I want to think, is this the best thing they thought of? Like, hey, let's just have a bunch of people dancing. A mosquito bites this guy on the neck. And then uh, then the circle of life happens, and one eats the other, and the cat starts dancing. Uh, that's why you should drink Mountain Dew Kickstarter, folks, uh, because... Uh, through the circle of life, your cat will start dancing. And uh, thank you, Mountain Dew Kickstarter. Um, with that freakishly chain of events, um, I am now a worse person for watching that. And I'm even more worse uh, for commenting on it. And uh, some of you may have already think I'm a bad person, uh, but uh, now I am worse. Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. All right, um... I think I'm going to move on to another one, okay? All right. Uh, oh, I, I just know I'm going to hate this. All right. Making the pizza. Oh, God. Making the pizza. Sprinkle the cheese. Sprinkle the cheese. No. Hey, if you're looking for the best pizza, wings, subs, and salads, you need to give us a try. Eat and take out or deliver to your door. The huge line of specialty pizzas are second to none. And with three different restaurants to choose from. That's right, three. Gang Mills, Lawrenceville, Elkland. Making the pizza. Making the pizza. So stop on down to one of three great locations or call us up to let our crews hook you up. Oh yeah. Could you imagine just being like super high? super drunk you're just watching tv chilling and that fucking shit comes on actually thinking about it now i think that would make me actually that's actually a good strategy be like let's get some fucking pizza <laughs> that is a good idea um did you notice one of them uh is called instead of pizza it's like pizza and go the other one was called uh uh pizza barn and video so it's old enough to know video rentals were existing um if the town is small enough, you might you might be able to still rent videos, you know? Uh, that shit happens in the real world. Um, anyways, though, um, I want to think of the process. I know it's a local pizza chain, three, three locations. Okay, I'm thinking about, I'm just trying to think here about how the meeting went down to make this commercial. Um, 
I'm going to I'm going to create the scenario in my head. I'm going to tell the story. So uh, it all starts off with uh, the the owner of the uh, one of the people, the owner, one of the shareholders or whatever. I don't know how companies work. Uh, let's go with uh, let's give him a name. Uh, Steve. All right. So Steve is talking with some other people. All right. So we got a budget here. We're going to make some commercials to uh, fund our pizza chain. Now, folks. Um, I know we had some good ideas, just be honest, the best pizza in town, but how about my son Chad, or Kyle, whichever one you want to name him, uh, he is actually pursuing his rap career, and uh, there's three specific towns he could have let be from, and uh, he's the only one in that town pursuing a rap career, and they're like, you know what, my son's pursuing a rap career, how about we put him in the commercial and uh, make him look fucking stupid, <laughs> And, uh, well, make him look fucking stupid. His dad probably didn't say that. He's like, maybe my, my child is pursuing a rap career. Maybe he can get some clout. And, uh, yeah, he, he could help us sell some pizzas. Um, now everyone knows what that pizza place is, and we're all curious. Um, why you failed as a father, Steve, to your son, Chad, slash Kyle. Um, maybe it's Chadwick, Kyle, uh, I don't. I can't think of a last name, folks. I'm, I don't know. I'm like Chad Kyle, Chad Kyles. Maybe that's his name. That's a cool name. Okay. Uh, got uh, got more. Got two more, folks. Um, thank you for bearing with me here. Let's uh, let's look at the second a lot. The penultimate, the penultimate one. If your dog is feeling sick, you can help them really quick. <laughs> You're the doctor, it's up to you. You can fix them good as new. Play no doggy doctor. Open wide, a tongue inside. What's in your ear? Now it's clear. A little shot could help a lot. This won't hurt don't a bit. Please don't poop. Please don't poop. You can get his tail a wagon. Play no doggy doctor. Play-Doh doggy doctor. Four packs sold separately. You can find more fun at Hasbro.com. Okay. Ask a parent first. Oh, thank God. I thought I was going to fucking poop Play-Doh. I was thought it was going to fucking poop Play-Doh. Folks, they, oh man, the Lord. Okay, but also we got the uh, life-size dog. So two children are taking care of a uh, human-sized dog. Not like I have a big dog. Nah, this is like a human, basically it's a furry. Let's just be honest. It's a, they're taking care of a fucking furry. And like these kids have never been, uh, kids are still beautiful souls who are still naive to how the world works. Uh, they're not broken adults like me and you. And uh, they're like, let's take care of our human dog, like our dog, who uh, kind of is taller than daddy. And uh, they, they try to take care of it. Um, my first reaction is uh, if I see a humanoid dog like that and that's a real dog, I'm shooting it. Look, I love dogs, clearly. Um, but I need a dog that acts like a dog. I don't need if it's a humanoid dog. I'm out. This is not a fucking cartoon. This is the real world, folks. Um, those are the only dogs you're allowed to shoot. Um, I would say humanoid cats too. Uh, too. If, if they start, to, if if an animal, if the, if an if it's a cat and they walk and talk like a human, just just kill it. There there's nothing good. I've watched the Cat in the Hat movie. There's nothing good coming out of that shit, folks. Um, just put it down. Uh, there there's. There is nothing we can do as a society to make things better from there. So that's all I can really say on that. Um, we got the last commercial. I told you we saved the McDonald's, the second McDonald's for last. 
and I am a little scared. Um, let's just, I'll just do it. Oh, what a beautiful day for fun. What would you like to do? Party. That's a wonderful idea. Let's see. What kind of food should we have? Great. I packed some right here. Let's see. McDonald's hamburgers? Yeah. And some French fries? Yeah. Mm, don't they look delicious? Yeah. And some triple thick McDonald's shakes? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, we can always make good use of that. Ah, here they are. Triple thick McDonald's shakes. Why, they're empty. You sure can get a lot in these bags, can't you? Oh no, he stole the kid. Just realize that. Oh no, he stole the kid. Oh man. Look, that was I think that's an older Ronald McDonald actor, and I'm gonna say now that that Ronald, uh, like his clown predecessor before him, John Wayne Gacy, has uh, children in the crawl space of whatever McDonald's that Ronald lives in. Let's be honest, uh, there's a lot of dead kids. I'm telling you, if he had one kid in a bag and it was still alive, I can't imagine. That's like, he, he has dead kids in the bag and then covering it is McDonald's cheeseburgers. That is the, that is the Ronald McDonald I just watched. And folks, I don't know why clowns still exist. We all know they're terrifying and creepy and are known to kill you. All clowns kill. I don't care if you're like, well, I'm a, I'm a happy clown. All clowns kill. Bozo died, and now all clowns are killers and alcoholics. Sometimes both. And folks, never trust your child. Two, if there's, if I ever have a kid, like I buy one or whatever, uh, make one or I don't know DIY projects, whatever they do, I'm gonna make sure that m my kid is never alone around a clown. And a Catholic priest, because uh, those are the two things you don't want your child around, folks. Um, that's the lesson here today on uh, me watching these cursed commercials. I hope I ruined your day just as mine has now been ruined. So thank you so much. We've been going through this pandy for over a year now, and any responsible human would groan at the idea of leaving your home. Why should you have to leave your home to buy alcohol either? That's where Drizzly comes in handy. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. I use Drizzly at least once and sometimes twice a week, and it's so easy that going to the liquor store is a thing of the past. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that is provides it to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description gets $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our link, you directly support this show.
I live alone, so cooking can become very sad when cooking for one. That's why I order food from local restaurants often because I know they're struggling and I know I don't have to cook when I'm feeling depressed. That's why I absolutely love DoorDash because they have been my food savior during this pandy. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you crave directly to your door with over 300 thousand partners in the u.s puerto rico canada and australia you can support your local favorites and your favorite national chains such as chipotle wendy's and even the cheesecake factory your favorite restaurant is still open for delivery download the doordash app from the link in our description it's all contactless delivery to keep my community and yours safe get ten dollars off each of your first three doordash orders over fifteen dollars when you sign up using the link in the description treat yourself like the king and queen you are and order from doordash today Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So it's time for me to fix all your problems. Uh, You people have a lot of them, and uh, I'm here to solve all of them because uh, I'm a good person. And uh, most importantly, this is the type of guy you get. um, Let's just, you know, I want to get right into it. I think. Uh, there's a lot been going on, and uh, I feel like I need to get to it. Uh, your fairy needs to do it. Uh, my partner is more sexually experienced, and I'm jealous. Uh, my partner of a year is way more sexually experienced than me. I feel because he, of this, he is more confident and sure in himself, intimacy, etc. I feel like because I spent so much time with one person in my 20s, I missed out on and feeling extraly, extremely, extraly, extremely depressed and jealous as I noticed others who are more sexually experienced are also more carefree, fun, confident, surrounded by tons of friends. Did I miss out? Should I end this relationship to get more experience? It's killed our sex life as I feel I just can't compete with the other women he has been with and the things he has saw sexually, and I just find myself beating myself to death over this. Uh, what do I do at this point? I ha- hate to admit it, but I have been in bed all day crying over this, and I'm just sick of feeling the way at this point. Um, so, um, first of all, um, you probably shouldn't care too much. Uh, my mom sent me the weirdest fucking thing. Oh, it's like this, this weird fucking, it's a weird fucking name. Um, with that being said, um, I, you're at the point, uh, the grass is always greener type situation and, uh, that's the type of situations like, do you want just to have sex with people you don't care about? If you do, then, I mean, that's, I guess that's what you want. But, uh, but if you want to be more confident in the bedroom, uh, watch like any freaky porn video because any that you just see how they work. And uh, because porn generally is made for a male audience. And uh, if you want to know what gets men off, watch, p- look at porn. Watch what these women, these professionals, they're professional sex workers. Not these people with fucking OnlyFans with like, uh, who like cover their tits. Like, oh, look at me. I'm a sex worker. I'm like, no, you're not. You sell shitty fucking Instagram. You're basically trying to be a very ugly model um anyways check out what actual professional sex workers do uh watch how they give blowjobs watch how they eat ass watch how they stick a finger in there um yeah worst case scenario just stick a finger in there see what happens um that always works for most people 
And, um, you know, if it, if it doesn't... Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. So, and also, when you, when you're, when you, if you need confidence, uh, and, like, you're feeling down on yourself, like I've, like I've been saying, and I want all of you to, who are listening to the show, to develop one, uh, you have a little voice inside your head that's telling you to, like, ah, oh, you're worthless, you're not worth anything. You gotta develop another voice in your head that tells that voice to shut the fuck up. Uh, maybe I should create a shut the fuck up, and of course... Only my nose itches when I do this show. Nothing else. Um, Congratulations. You played yourself. Maybe I can figure out my itchy nose all the time. I don't, it's always when I do this show. Maybe it's just when I talk way too much, uh, which I guess I usually do, but it's been a little different. Um, so, yeah, I'm, basically I'll say grass is always greener um, where you want it to be. Um, obviously not being him being a little more experienced just you know makes it more fun for you, you know. Just get really kinky. That's all you have to do. Stop being a fucking prude. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And get out there and uh, go full throttle. This is the type of guy you get. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's the best advice I can say. Uh, just look at some porn, see what those girls do. They're going to get really freaky, and then just do that shit. Or at least try to do it, and then keep practicing doing that. Blowjobs are always great. You know, blowjobs could probably fix that problem, too. Uh, just start doing deep blowjobs. If you're up for anal, maybe anal, maybe he'll be down for that. Uh, some guys don't want anal. I mean, I'm not that interested in anal sex, uh, like wanting to do anal sex. I mean, she wants me to all suck it up and do it, but it's just, you know, not met the woman who wants me to do that yet. And I'm not really, in, not really, not really wanting to volunteer. Um, next question. My boyfriend wants to sleep with other people. My boyfriend of three years has recently told me he wants to sleep with other people. We are currently 18 and about to enter the same college. He wants to take a break when college begins to explore things, then get back together. Of course, he wasn't that blunt. I understand we have been dating for a while and we are young. I also understand that college is the time to be a hoe. However, I can't seem to shake this awful feeling of insecurity and jealousy due to sexual trauma. I know I would be unable to have a sexual relationship with people I'm not in a relationship with. So he would be the one sleeping with people and I just be waiting around for him. Should we go through the, with the plan to have a break and sleep with other people or should I just break it off? Am I being dramatic for feeling the way I do? No, you're not being dramatic for feeling the way you do. You have very valid feelings. See, here is what your boyfriend wants. See, your boyfriend, he's eight, you're both 18. So you're you're young and you're like 10 years younger than me. So I have 10 years more experience than you. That's the way it is. Um, what? So basically, what I, the best thing I can say, um, basically what he, I'm going to go with his mind. This is what he wants. What he wants is to be able to still have a girlfriend, but to be, he wants to sleep around a lot, but he still wants to have a girlfriend because the girlfriend keeps him from feeling lonely. And, uh, and that's, I mean, that's one thing about a girlfriend, but it comes with a lot of, uh, uh, you know, you're in a relationship, and so you have to, like, there's a lot of things you have to work on and keep doing, and, you know, it's, it's work, you know, all relationships are work, all my, my friends are like, marriage is hard, and it's like, yeah, every a relationship with friends is hard, too, that's, but the easy thing with friends is if you don't want to be their friend anymore, it's easier than that than if you want to get a divorce, that's the thing, uh, you know, so I'm going to put my mind in his shoes. He wants to be able to sleep around, but at the end of the day, he wants to come back to you. And so I have a girlfriend to accept him from loneliness. The thing is, with him, you can't, or as a quote, one of my old friends used to, uh, I used to say to an old friend and he just didn't get it, you can't have your cake and eat it too. This is that situation. He can't be sleeping around, sowing his wild oats, 
and have a girlfriend at the same time. You can't have both. So, um, the thing is he wants, he, he wants to be with you, but he wants to sleep with other people. That's the, that's the problem. And it doesn't look like you want him to. So, uh, you can't be doing that. You just have to be like, you just, you have to tell him, look, we're going to continue to have a relationship. You can't be sleeping with other people. Uh, you know, uh, a conversation, uh, most people should not have to have like, look, if we're going to continue to have a relationship, you can't sleep with other people. A very normal thing in most relationships, uh, normal, normal relationships. I'm saying normal, you know, all these poly people are like, well, uh, uh we can, we can be in an open, nah, we're talking about normal people, not you fucking freaks. You can't fucking commit to someone. You just want to be shitty people. Um, yeah, tell him like, well, you can't really have both. You can't just can't just be going on a break so you can sleep around just to come back to me. So you either have to ride or die, which is an EP by me out now wherever you stream your music, or uh, we should just break it off and uh, you can have your fun with it. But no, uh, you're gonna lose me forever. So uh, decide if you want some sluts. By the way, sluts are cool. <coughs> or you want me. So if he really doesn't want you. He will go away, and if he doesn't want you, he'll stick around and not sleep with other people. Uh, that's what good people do, uh, and like me. This is the type of guy you get. So, yeah, that's the best thing I can say in regards to that. Um, I am about to tell her that I love her, but I know I will get rejected. Uh, we talk a lot, but honestly, she is way out of my league. This is something I need her to hear because I feel like I am creating this parallel reality inside of my mind and which she says yes, which just isn't going to happen. And I want to shut it down. We have a pretty good friendship, and I do not want to ruin it. What do I do? So, uh, my friend, uh, do not. Congratulations. You played yourself. Do not play yourself, my friend. Um. Women, if you have feelings for a woman and they do not reciprocate it back, women would prefer that you bottle it up and die with it. That's why you don't cry. That's why I hate. I'm also that's why I hate this idea when it's like men should be able to cry. I'm like, uh, maybe your like husband can in front of you, but not men in general. Because guess what? You're not. A, women are not attracted to men who cry. Some say they are. No, they're not. They are not. I've been drunk and depressed and cried, and uh, women do not like that shit. They do not like depression. And somebody's like, well, they just don't like you being drunk. No, they were fine with that. Trust me. That's kind of part of the bargain. Uh, that's the least of the worries they have <laughs> with me. But no, uh, when, she would pr- she would more than likely prefer that you have those. If you kind of guarantee no that she will reject you, she would prefer that you never tell her you bottle it up and die with it. That's what she would prefer over you actually confessing it. Cause you think confessing it, the confessing to it would be a good idea. That's what movies get wrong. Movies say if you should do that and she'll fall in love with you and realize that you were the one all along. Shit does not work like that. That's a fucking movie made with someone's fantasy. That's like saying, well, you know, in Harry Potter, uh, they always say like love, you know, love will help you, uh, beat someone with seven horcruxes and uh, uh, a snake that will kill you. Uh, no, that that's also a fictional story. That doesn't work. Uh, you gotta start treating romance movies like fantasy movies. Uh, Lord of the Rings, for a good example. Hobbits don't exist. Uh, you can... Con- you can convince hobbits existing to the fact that if you hang off a Ferris wheel, say, I'm going to kill myself. If you don't go on a date with you as both fantasies and you should never do anything like, uh, you should never try to get flying Eagles to get to you, uh, by talking to a moth that will not work. So, 
uh, just uh, do not tell her and die with your feelings. And maybe one day it could work out. Maybe she'll like you one day. But uh, die with your goddamn feelings. That's how women prefer it. And that's how you're going to save yourself a lot of embarrassment, my man. Um, yeah. And next up, my girlfriend has an extremely low sex drive. I am moving across state with her in a week, and I am worried that I am the long run it, in the long run, it will ruin our relationship. So some context, she's had this issue in the past. She was married and has talked about how she went to doctors and they wanted to do some sort of injection. When we first got together, our sex life was great and fun. We've been together a year and a half. Now we only have sex when I initiate it. And sometimes when I try to, she doesn't react at all. Like no movement or anything. I brought this up to her last night. Uh, she said, it's extremely hard when my body isn't letting me get turned on at all. I did, however, state that I feel like she isn't interested in me physically anymore because sometimes I try to initiate and get physical and she doesn't react at all. It's like she doesn't try. She is adamant that she still wants to be physical with me. She just can't sometimes. Also, she does do other things, oral sex, etc. She is not shutting me down completely. I am just wondering what can be done as she has dealt with this for a long time and I truly want to help her not only for our selfish reasons but because I love her. Also, we do have sex. It's not like it's stopped altogether. She just has trouble getting turned on, getting in parentheses, getting wet. She says it's sometimes painful for her. She is a person who has a lot of anxiety issues and she is on a low hormone birth control. So I brought up possibility getting off birth control and us really focusing on trying to get more intimate. For example, scheduling a time for it. Her reaction is that she doesn't know what to do. Sex is extremely important to me. I think that it's one of the foundations of my overall relationship. My sex drive is high, so it's tough to deal with what if she can't change her sex drive what if this is how she is naturally it concerns me i'm in no way demanding sex or anything like that i want our relationship to be strong and i miss the part of it and i kiss that part of her and i kiss that part of her didn't last week we had someone who put like kiss that part of her to like or said a kiss instead of miss is this a theme on the show okay first of all i do want to talk about the getting wet part um so on an episode of Dr. Drew After Dark, I, I watched, uh, he did say something like, yeah, that does uh, the whole uh, lubrication idea of that down there. And it can hurt a little bit because of the birth control. So that uh, is the problem there. Uh, I think a lot of it is the birth control. However, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't try to get her off birth control, dude. Uh, bust some nuts inside her. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Yeah, boy. Um, though, um, yeah. So, uh, don't be scared to use a little lube. We, I don't know why we put so much like uh, stigma on uh, like lube and lube and boner pills. Like, look, some people are on birth control. Some guys are on antidepressants or other medications that you know. Sometimes uh, you're horny, but you, it's not as hard as you want it to be. You know, it's just you know, it's just the way it is. That's the way it is. Sometimes you just need a little help, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. So lube might be a good thing. I assume you probably are using lube, and it hurts. That's probably because there's no lube. And I think when the nut, when your cum gets in there, apparently sometimes it itches and shit like that. I've heard. Not I haven't done any of it. <laughs> that was from the episode of Dr. Drafter Talk, I remember. So I think that's going to be the idea with that. Um, another thing I would suggest, um, what actually does turn her on? What What would help her? Turn on some girls like, you know, like cuddling, just, you know, like rubber hair, scratch her head, shit like that. Figure out what turns her on and then 
just do that and and then like relax her a bit and then tell her to uh, also move when she has to act at least act like you're enjoying it um folks um porn stars professional sex workers as we like to call them in the business uh as if i'm also a sex worker uh they very much yeah they have to fake it and pretend they like it sometimes they're not into it you hear like yeah you hear about some girls like when they're you know they're getting ready to get pegged pegged uh pegged by a hog uh like sometimes they're not really turned on by the guy and like they have a hard time like get the coconut oil get the lube and there's sometimes they're like you know i can get, I can get off to this 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 will be fine i can i can get off to this uh you know it's just you know it is what it is you know sometimes you can't but for her where is it going with this yeah so um lube is a good thing figuring out what her she likes and then uh for her uh just uh pretend to like it and uh move around a little bit more stop acting like a dead body not everyone's into sleeping with dead bodies or not not everyone's ted bundy okay uh, okay okay pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that i'm not god that was for anyone offended with that joke fyi um ooh, this next one's pretty spicy let me go ahead and scratch my nose for the millionth time and uh yeah, here we go. I'm talking to two girls at once, and I don't know what to do. I started talking to two women on the same day, and now I feel like I have to choose to be fair. They are both really great, and I've never been in the situation before. What should I do? Keep talking to both until I'm absolutely sure. Choose. I'm losing a lot of sleep. I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but I really don't know what I should do. So, I mean, um, first of all, yeah, boy. <laughs> All right, and uh, next thing I can say is, um, I mean, you can still talk to both of them uh, instead of going full throttle with uh, one or the other uh, just yet. Um, you can just, you know, save that information for her. Um, so, yeah, if you keep kind of keep going with both. Don't get official with either of them. One's probably going to fizzle out. One's not. Sometimes that'll happen. Sometimes they'll both fizzle out. And, uh, Congratulations. You played yourself. So that could happen as well. You never know what's going to happen there. Uh, uh, one, Yeah, so basically I say, uh, if you want to just keep going on like normal to see if one fizzles out, one doesn't, you know, that could work. However, if n- it doesn't seem like one's fizzling out, here's here's the best trick I can do. Uh, flip a coin. So put in your mind, flip a coin. Uh, like I said, now you're going to pick one side's head, one side's tails. In your mind, there's actually, you know which side you want it to land on. This is a psychological trick. Whatever side you wanted it to land on is the decision you want. Now, I've never used it with a woman. Um, I usually just wait till it fizzles out for that broken, that broken, big-titted animal. But, uh, yeah, so that's a good decision. I've used that decision a lot with, like, food. <laughs> that's, like, food. Um, that's, like, my... <laughs> That's how I've used that decision, but it works for relationships too. So, uh, I'm not, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. So, I mean, that's just, you know, that's, I mean, that's, that decides a lot of things for, for you, I guess. Um, so, uh, worst case scenario, if it has to come down to it, flip a coin, um, and you don't have to go with what it lands on. You could just think, um, which one did I want it to land on? And that's the one you like more. And, uh, that's the way it is um yeah so try my secret coin trick uh 
All right, let's, let's uh, oh man, this one is not relationship advice. This is friendship advice. Um, and I think I, I, just looking at the title, I think I know why I put it down here. <sighs> I need some more Red Bull, folks. This is my second, this is my second hand recording. Uh, third or fourth, maybe fifth today. Okay. I didn't, I didn't make the face. Okay. Okay. My friend thinks he is great at rapping and singing and wants to become pro, but he's actually terrible. Should I tell him? Uh, so I, I have been friends with him for a few years. He is abnormal, but kind of in a good way. That's always, that makes him unique. For as long as I have known him, he's always been, been rapping, and he's done it more and more over the years. He eventually started singing, to He has his own, has his own, is his own Facebook page, own Facebook page, where he posts videos of his raps and singing. He also does it a lot on his Snapchat story, which is filled with randomers. He actually gets recognized sometimes when we're out together. Some people choose, uh choose to come up to us and are like oh you're the guy who raps aren't you the thing is they all just take the piss out of him to his face a lot of the time but for some reason he doesn't see it and he can't detect obvious sarcasm in their voices when they say he is great he is just terrible uh, and everyone knows it uh, it's so bad and it actually hurts my ears i'm not just saying that as well he is genuinely awful he keeps talking about going on shows like britain's got talent <coughs> Or X Factor, but he honestly got, gets so humiliated and it would destroy him. He thinks he can make a career out of it, but he's blind to that. He isn't that he isn't very good. A couple of people who have said it to have said to him his raps and singing are terrible to his face. He just says they're je just jealous and dismisses what they say. He's an extremely sensitive guy, much more sensitive than any average person, and I think it would break his heart if I tried to tell him that he can't actually rap or sing. He lost his mom a couple years ago and has been extra sensitive since. He always talks about the pain of losing his mom and how he just wants to see her when he says this is this it breaks me i can't bring myself to tell him that i feel just so bad for him and don't want to break his heart by telling him the truth and even if he did he might not take it seriously anyways but i'm scared that he is wasting his life away and i don't want him to be nationally humiliated by it so um so look uh first of all this is someone who comes from working in the music industry uh just you know think about how hard it is to be famous it's incredibly hard to be famous that being said though uh honestly yeah so basically when when you kind of get to a pro level you meet so many you meet so many fucking people uh that you really have to put your like your self-worth out there now now look people i know i can play guitar i can sing and play other instruments and record and shit really well i know that shit but there's always but there's always the back of my mind that if someone compliments me, uh, you're like, ah, well, no. You always compare yourself to others. And it doesn't sound like this guy is comparing himself to others. Uh, there's a good way of doing that, and there's a bad way of doing that. Like, uh, it looks like this guy is cocky, and he really hasn't had uh, the brick to the face that 
humbles him. He kind of there is a bit of humbling. You have to know your worth, and you have to know, have to humble yourself. There's it's kind of it's this weird line, I would say, uh, with that. So, which is random ass randos come up to him and say he sucks. Like he's not going to listen to them. Like they're just haters. They're they're hating and shit like that. Um, I know you don't want him to get humiliated on like X Factor or Britain's Got Talent. That's going to be what has to happen. Or like he's going to have he's really going to have to like get a bunch of people telling him like the message that people are saying he sucks is not gone to his head. He needs someone important to tell him he sucks. Uh, so he either gets better or, uh, decides to quit altogether. Cause he needs to probably move on from it. There's always that one guy from your hometown has a rap career. Uh, not my hometown, but where I went to high school is I know of a guy who's trying to be a rapper. Um, I can't, force myself to listen to it usually i'm like oh this person makes music i'm gonna listen to it and i listen to it i'm like oh god this is awful um so yeah i mean you know this was that one guy and i guess that's your guy from your town um he's gonna have to have a brick to the face from someone it actually means something to so i know you don't want to be humiliated on britain's got talent or whatever if that's what it's gonna have to take for him to stop this fucking rap career it's good. I make fun of my friends. We're like, I'm, I think I'm going to release this, like, go solo for my band. Really so. I'm like, please don't. No one wants this. And I do that as a joke, but they could probably make something very fine as like a solo artist if they wanted to. But, uh, yeah, no, I don't. That's going to be the best thing. Um, it's just like, there's so many people here. Like, eventually, he, he sounds like he's been doing this for a year, but. Is he booking shows is, or is he just making shitty things on Facebook and trying to be like, try to get famous via social media? Because if you're not actually going out doing shows and you're just trying to be famous via social media, it's not going to do anything uh, for him. So uh, eventually he's going to have to get that brick to the face, as I like to call it, uh, as the music industry goes. And uh, he is going to have to deal with uh, sucking because uh, you always suck at the beginning and you have to get better from there. That's just any profession. Uh, but yeah, he's just going to have to get humiliated. That's going to be the only thing that's going to get him to stop. Hopefully. Uh, the only thing I can really say, um, so that's all I'm going to say on that. He just needs the proper brick to the face. Sometimes it's, he just needs, it sounds like he just needs the right brick to the face to tell him that he sucks that way he realizes it. So yeah, that's all I'm going to have to say on that. Next one. How do I get my partner to brush their teeth? My partner rarely brushes their teeth. The, their teeth are brown and gross, and it's a real turnoff. I suspect they have trouble with it due to a gag reflex they ha- that they've mentioned. Uh, does anyone have any idea of ways to bring up this issue without them being defended or embarrassed? How are you with someone with brown teeth? Like, how are you like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to date this person. My, I'm going to partner, so... Um, assuming you're not like, let's assume you're not like a same sex couple. Um, partner means like you're serious. You're just not married yet. Um, what, what part of our evolutionary biology for you has been his teeth are Brown. I want to fuck him. (laughs) What, what situation is that? Um, look, I think teeth are, if his teeth are brown, they need, he needs to, you're just gonna have to get into debt to fix that shit, first of all, um, that's all I can say here, um, if he's, I'm assuming, I expect they, they have trouble, you left this very ambiguous, um, 
I don't know who's the man, who's the woman, or who's the man, who's the man, or who's the woman, who's the woman. Um, so I'm just going to go with my gut. Hopefully, you're the woman, and he's the man. He is the one with the, the brown teeth. Uh, how are you? Evolutionary, the, the evolutionary chain is getting so fucked up by people who are dating people with brown teeth. Not only is there like a, I mean, there's an evolutionary thing like, oh, so he has bad teeth. I shouldn't mate with him. But also there's something going on in his brain where it's like, my teeth are fine. I don't want to fix this. This has, this has to be a man. Um, obviously if it's a man, if you're the woman who wants him to brush his teeth, blowjobs, maybe that could help. Um, uh, so assuming like that doesn't work for some reason, he, for, for, I think you need to break up. To be honest, don't. There's like a certain amount of like taking care of yourself you need to do. This is what I'm teaching Josh Casey, author of uh, uh, Ch- Tracking Desire, A Journey After Swallowtail Kites. Uh, that you know, you should start taking care of yourself. Like, I'm teaching him, like, moisturizer, use moisturizer, clean your face, uh, clean your body, wash your hair, shit like that. I'm teaching him that to just, you know, to function in society. Um, but he doesn't have brown teeth. So, um, if I actually do know one thing though, if someone is like, doesn't like the taste of like adult normal toothpaste, get them kids toothpaste because sometimes it tastes very good. Actually tastes pretty good. Uh, like sugary or whatever tastes pretty good. That's how they get kids to brush their teeth. And, uh, I think I read something from like doctors, like as long as it has like fluoride in it or something like that, like most toothpaste, Toothpaste are fine as long as they're not for a specific purpose, like whitening or for sensitive gums or teeth or whatever. Um, so maybe have them try kids' toothpaste, maybe. Buy that SpongeBob toothpaste you see at Walmart, maybe. But also, someone who doesn't, this person doesn't take care of themselves. Like, if, what if you have a kid? This guy's not going to live forever. This guy's going to live like two more years after the kid's born. So, a lot of problems there. A lot of problems with this person's psyche. Um, I, I think you should break up first of all, but if for some reason you can't, then first of all, um, kids, toothpaste or blowjobs. I guess that's the only answer I have. I can't talk anymore. One, two, two more. Okay. God. Um, my boyfriend's masturbation habits interfere with our sex life. My boyfriend and I have been together for about a year. We have a pretty active sex life, but one thing I noticed kind of early on is that it tends to take him a long time to finish. I started to get kind of frustrated because it seemed like he wanted to have sex every single day, but it would take an hour, sometimes longer, and frankly, sometimes I just don't have that kind of time. It also just doesn't feel as good for me to be having sex for that long. It stops being physically and mentally enjoyable after a certain point, and it turns into just like incessant pounding trying to get himself to come instead of anything that is pleasurable for me uh we talked about it and he attributed it to his masturbation habits he said he usually masturbates once or even twice a day and then still wants to have sex at night he agreed to try holding off on masturbating sometimes but that doesn't seem to have solved the issue on the days he doesn't masturbate i feel like i have to have sex with him which kind of ruins it for me in a way i feel pressured to do it and it does just doesn't feel sexy or erotic to have that expectation then other days he just goes ahead and masturbates still do you have any idea for how he can solve this problem and have a better sex life so yeah so only thing i can really say is look 
fellas, if if you're jerking off more than once a day, you're bored. You, you, the only answer is boredom. Like that's can be the only answer. That's the only reason why. Uh, maybe so. Maybe the maybe there's a rule he need to make here. You're only allowed. He's only allowed to nut once a day, and he has to save it. Is he gonna save it for you, or is he gonna save it for his hand? Um, best thing I would I would best thing I would say is you make a kind of a thing uh, that hey, if I say no to sex, you get to masturbate. But however, if I do say it, you have to have you have to nut inside me, leave me all creamy inside, just like it's like a cream filled donut that's leaking out. You gotta do it like that. Like, oh yeah, good. You gotta, he's got to save all that come for you. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. So, yeah, that's going to be the best thing because uh, there is there is a trick, uh, guys, for guys out there, that, uh, you know, if you're going to go on a date with someone and you think you're going to have sex, uh, you masturbate before the date, and then you show up to the date, do all the date things, and then when you turn, like, you, you've regained, you've recharged your energy, but you can still last a little bit longer, and it's a little bit more seminal fluidy, so less likely... Worst case scenario, she gets pregnant. Uh, but remember, it only takes one swimmer to get pregnant. So uh, wear condoms with strangers. If you know them, if, after a while, if you're if you're ride or die, you know, my EP that's out now, uh, figure out birth control. Um, but yeah, he needs to only allow himself to nut once a day. And uh, if it's not with you, he gets to masturbate once a day. We should only be allowed to nut once a day, fellas. I feel like that's... It's a good rule for all of us. Okay. Only nut once a day. One nut November. One nut. One nut May. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. All right. Our last question. I said the best one. Oh, I did say the best one for last. Okay. Last question, Sweezy. We got this. Uh, my best friend told me that she is a, in a sexual relationship with her biological father that she recently met for the first time, and I don't know if I can continue to be her friend. Uh, my best friend met her biological father for the first time last year. He never knew she existed before this since they've been spending a lot of time getting to know each other from what she said they had an instant connection the first time they met. She told me how cool he is and how they have so much in common and are so much alike. It's unbelievable. She was worried about who slash what he could have been and was pleased to find out that he's a decent person that's done well for himself. We live in different states, but I'm supposed to go visit her soon and she had wanted me to meet him my friend has always dated men that were a lot older than her so age difference has never been an issue for her she's dated guys her own age but for some reason she has never been she was never happy in her relationships that were age appropriate her dad's longest relationship was with a woman super close to my friend's age her and her dad constantly talk about how attractive they think each other are and they would talk about each other how you would a new boyfriend slash girlfriend i don't know what it's like to be in her situation so i just tried to dismiss those comments as something i don't understand they went on vacation so that they could spend more time together and when they got back they decided to start telling people that he's her father after their trip she called me and told me that she had something that couldn't wait until she sees me she told me that she was nervous to tell me in person but that her and her dad have been engaging in a physical relationship and she's never been happier but has 
than having a hard time not being able to tell anyone. She says she's never felt this way about anyone and she can't stop thinking about him and how he said he feels the same way. She told me it was the best sex she's ever had in her life and she says she's wanted to be with her dad. I thought that I was an understanding person, but I can't understand this and it's really making me question her as a person. I feel guilty for feeling this way, but our friendship hasn't always been ideal, so maybe losing this friendship wouldn't be as bad as I think. She clarified that he was the most hesitant he was the he was the more hesitant one at first and that she is the one that made the first move she had met and spent time together and then she spent several months trying to pursue something with him he even offered to pay for her to go to therapy to talk to someone about her feelings she stayed at his house the night before they were supposed to meet his extended family and she went and got in his bed in the middle of the night and that is when lines were crossed I think that he still shouldn't have acted on it, but I feel really gross knowing she tried so hard to make something happen. If it had been the other way around, I would have felt protective of her. I don't really know how to handle this situation and am looking for advice. Uh... So. That's rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. That's rough, that's rough, that's rough, that's rough, buddy. That's rough, that's rough, that's rough, that's rough, buddy. Um, so this bitch needs therapy. Um, so her dad wasn't present for her when she was a child, so she clearly has daddy issues. Um, not the cool kind with the women I, when I'm with. Um, not those kind of women. Um, this one's really bad. Um, you can tell she has fucking daddy issues. Uh, only dates older men and can't really maintain ones with men her own age. And, okay, and, uh, and she's the one putting, more or less putting on the moves on him. Uh, but she's therapy, and honestly, as a friend, I don't know how you're gonna be able to convince her about this. I can't, I can't fucking do this. Why? <laughs> Why? 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 What? I know this is from the South. They're from the South, too. I just know they're from the U.S. They're from the U.S. and from the South. They said states. I know it's from the fucking South. Daddy issues. Oh, my gosh. This is all fucking daddy. This is the bad kind of daddy issues. There's the good kind. Uh, there's, there's bad daddy issues. There's good daddy issues. And then there's great daddy issues. Great daddy issues are if... For me, the situation for a great daddy issue, it's different for all men. Uh, for me, it would be she had a father who was an alcoholic, but he was a really good father. He was still like a good father. And that's the person who I need to find, which that's like a golden goose. That's a unicorn I have to find. Uh, there's the great ones where they're just really slutty and cool. Remember, no slut shaming. Sluts are cool. And there's the bad kind, which is this, where she literally tries to have sex with her dad. Um... That is some pretty bad dad issues. Uh, she really does need to see a therapist. However, for anyone who want to see a therapist, they have to decide it themselves. Can't be anyone else. We can talk to her about it. Like, hey, you should see a therapist. This is not healthy. You shouldn't be doing this. There's probably some issues hiding in your brain uh, that you're not doing, and you want your dad to like you, so you think blowjobs will help. Um, 
Yeah, that's all I can really say. It has to. Therapy is the only answer for this. I'm not wrong here. Therapy is the only answer for this situation. I can't be wrong. I know everyone's like, you're wrong about everything. I'm not wrong about this. I have to be right about this. This is. I have to be right about this. I can't. I can't imagine I'm not right about this. Okay. Okay, folks. That's that's it. That's it. That's it. So thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cancel Sweezy, folks. Uh, it's been a whirlwind today, ending it on, it's not a high note or a low note. We're just in the sky, bumbling down. So thank you so much for watching this episode or listening to Cancel Sweezy today. Um, for any questions, comments, or concerns, you can always go check out uh, our email, the at gmail.com, or DM me at the Shweezy on all social medias. And while you're there, go follow me, along with on uh, whatever service you stream your music on, uh, under Shweezy. Uh, I have my uh, single, It's Still May, so uh, it's going to be me, uh, a cover by Instinct that I covered out now. And then there's also Ride or Die, my EP, and another EP called King. Uh, subscribe to the show where you're listening, uh, YouTube where you're watching. Subscribe on Twitch when you connect your Amazon Prime account with that shit. Uh, that's the kind of shit I'm into. Uh, I like that, and I really like that. Uh, so that's how I'm going to end the show today. Oh, and don't forget the Patreon, uh, $5 a month. Uh, that's how we're ending the show today, folks, on very much just falling out of high, on a high note, falling out of the sky. So uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, stay awesome. Hashtag pray for Micah. Hey there, my fellow Shulk Lord. Thank you so much for finishing that episode. It means a lot to me. If you want to support the show even further, check us out on Patreon, where you can get ad-free episodes of all my shows. Once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart, and stay awesome.